Hey guys, we're back with Facts Not Fiction with J&J, where I'm your host, Joy, and we have our awesome Kiani on the line. Guys, before we get into the what we're talking about today, um, we've had a lot of questions about who's the other J um, <laughs> and J&J. Um, and I know it's really weird um, for me to say Kiani and Kiki and you guys not to know who the other J is. But for all of our podcasting listeners that are listening to us and really want to know, Kiki is the other J. Her name is Kiani, but her name actually starts with a J. And Kiani, if you want to embellish a little bit on that. Um, the only thing I really have to say is, and I'm just sorry, I'm just, it's so funny to me. But um, it, I know you guys have seen the movie Django. There's a D in front of Django. That is the best I can give you. My name is Kiani, and it starts with a J. And I'm here to stay. Good. Oh yeah, so the J is silent. I don't know why you give that hood explanation, but the J is silent in her name. So that's why we say J and J because our names actually both start with J's. Kiki's J just happens to be a little quiet. Oh, that's cool. um. So yeah, that's yes. So that's the mystery behind J and J. Um. Yeah. No, I've I've had a personally a lot of questions about that. So I just wanted to clear that up for you guys. Um. Anywho. Moving on, we have a really um, sensitive topic. Again, you know, um, facts not fiction is definitely with the sensitive um, topics and things that we normally don't talk about. Um, so today is no different. We are talking about grief and how how we handle grief and what kind of grief, what what constitutes as grief. Um, so yeah, let's um, let's get into it. Um, mm-hmm. So this topic is very, um, I would say, very sensitive for me at the moment um, because this past week I've lost two family members within days of each other, um, one due to uh, COVID and one due to um, another um, disease they were battling. So this week is very um, difficult for me, especially as far as grief is concerned. It's very very heavy I would say um so yeah um I'm having to deal with um coping and anxiety and things of that nature I've never really been a person to really deal with death well I think death is just is just so final it's just over and I think that's the part that I struggle with um concerning death it's just it's so done and I just can't shake the fact that it's just done. You know what I'm saying, Kiki? That, yes. I remember you had said that to me one time before, or several times before, because we've had this conversation about death and what it means. I know since we are of the Christian faith, this is not necessarily a death, but a rebirth or, you know, the, the body is just a... A temple or basically like a, a rental unit you know if you will right. and of course in our faith we do believe that once the body is no longer here on earth our soul goes to goes to heaven to be with, with Jesus and I think 
for me, like you said, I just think about everything. Like, not only do I think about my family after somebody dies, or like, I'm just using myself, for example, like, okay, if I die tomorrow, what happens to my family? How are they going to move on? What's going to happen with them? You know, will my child be raised without a mom? Is Adrian going to remarry? Um, yeah. You know, that, all, yeah, that's the part for me too. It's like, yeah. You just don't, you, you, don't, you know. don't know when you're going to die. Right. You don't know when you're going to die. Like, you could literally, I could literally step off a curb tomorrow and just be out of here, like, by a stray bullet, a, yeah. you know, a, I don't know. It's so many different things that you can, as a human, just die from. And I think that gives me, that gives me a lot. I struggle with this a lot. I think about this all the time. Like, every time my husband literally goes out of the house, I'll be like, is he gonna come back? Okay, like, so you're not come the only one. I'll be praying. I pray whenever he leaves the house. Yeah, I leave the house. Yeah. It's so it's so strange, and it's like, you know, I I feel for the the people that have lost like their husbands, their wives, their children, their mothers, and things like that. It's 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 really hard out here, um, dealing with dealing with death. Um, and as Kiki was saying, like, you know, we believe that, you know, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And that's easier said than done. Like, exactly. No, you don't know. Like, you know. What's the process? Years. What's the timeline? You know, like, that's why like, you just can never, you can never get enough time. And I think nothing that I struggle with personally with one of um, my relatives that passed with my grandma, um, I never got a chance to say goodbye. It was I never so- got a chance. Left to just be things. like, mm-hmm. like grandma, like bye, like you know what I'm saying. Like, never got a chance to just you know see her one more time, and touch her, you know anything like that. Like I can, I would like any, you know when somebody leaves, like you start remembering like their smell and mm-hmm. you know things they used to do and things they used to say and things they told you and you know you just start really remembering, and it's like it's so weird for me right now. Because there's so many people like that are just leaving the earth, like just gone. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know how to explain it, but I feel like it's a. I know death is always something that's always going to be prevalent. Like it's it's a part of our life, but I feel like it's so many deaths right now, and I feel like with this situation that's going on with COVID and you know things like that, it's just so much going on, and it's just like to see two of my family members leave in the same week. Like it was just like that's shock, right? And it's just like, and then on one one on each side, like you know, one on my mom's side, one on my dad's side. So it's just like you know, you got to go to two funerals, you know, because we like to bury in like four days or or five days as quick as possible. So like, you got to go to two funerals and you got to you know get to two griefs, like mourning this person and mourning that person, and then you know remembering things about this person, remembering things about that person, and just I don't know, it's just a lot to process in my head. And one thing that really gives me anxiety is the final goodbye which we know is seeing them in the casket like to me a casket has always been a scary thing to walk up to like you just like i just you know picture yourself you know walking up the aisle of the church and at the end of the end of the church at the pulpit you know like that person that is laying in the casket is your loved one and it's just it's so i get i get these thoughts in my head like i can never imagine seeing my mom or my best friend or anybody in that I don't know what I would do if I if I had to walk to the end and see and now I have to walk to the end and see my grandma 
laying there, but it's not her. It's just her body. You know, she's not there, but it's still like that's the last piece of her. You know, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm going deep. But well, that's the whole point know, of our like show that- is to go deep and to to get the role. Remember, that's why we started this. And you're you have to understand too. This is very this is totally different for you. Like, I remember we had a private conversation, and this is the first time that you really had to, you know, deal with an actual family member that has passed away. Correct. Like in my adult life, yes. In your right, exactly in your adult. life. And I mean, unfortunately, I, I believe my first funeral that I went to, I was about eight. Yeah, I was about eight years old. It was my um, my great-grandfather. So any funerals, I've, and the sad part that I have to say is I have been to more funerals than I have been to weddings. And that's like pretty scary to me. And um, yeah, I, I guess with age comes wisdom because um my husband's grandmother one of her children just died um a few weeks ago and she's my my grandmother-in-law she's in her 80s right and just listening to her she's just so calm and it's just like a a peace over her even though her daughter died she just has this peace about her where she just every she just knows that everything is going to be okay because she now knows that her daughter isn't suffering and doesn't have to deal with the pain anymore and I just think that I don't know I just think that that's something that comes with age because I'm not there I, I understand that yes heaven has to be better than what we're living through now but I'm not necessarily 100% right now saying I'm ready to leave this earth even though I do know heaven would be better. I don't know what I'm walking into. I personally don't know anybody that has gone to heaven and came back and said, girl, you can, I can't wait for you to get your ticket. Do you? Like, yeah, I don't know anybody yeah. that has that has happened to personally. But right. I mean, from what we believe, if we're if we're reading the Bible, like streets paved with gold, that's enough for me. And like getting like just being here, you know, every day like Sunday and things like that. People say, but I don't know. Like it's just it, it's just a weird feeling. Like, and and I try to and I always when my learned that my grandmother was sick, I always prayed the prayer like, God, we're gonna and whatever you because we know you have the power to heal and things of that nature. Like we know you have the power to you know take this sickness away and and all this everything that it is I even went through a stage of being upset and being angry for just a split second but I've, I learned through recent passages that I've been reading um my um my Bible plans that I do with my husband there's a certain thing called distorted anger and distorted anger is when you're angry at something that someone didn't doesn't really have control over meaning that they didn't personally wrong you so like nine times out of ten when you get angry with god it's distorted because you he hasn't really done anything to you wrong you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so i have have to remember that when we're when we're thinking about because god did not you know a gun out and shoot someone and that's and you're angry about that yes he could have stopped it but if he would have stopped it then he would have been taking will for man which is not going to do so we also have to remember those things when we're going through because i know a lot of people when they get 
you know, in these moments of like, you know, God, you could have fixed it. I'm so angry with you and things like that. We have to remember that God is not going to take will from man or anyone. So not to attend those things that have happened, you know, they're distorted, but that's just a little something, but I learned. Um, but yeah, like, so things I've been doing to like try to cope with it. I've, I've had this, I've had this need to, well, first of all, I want to shout out like all of my family and friends that have reached out to me, um, and just, you know, sent their prayers and, you know, constantly checking on me and things like that. That is very appreciated from me. That's something that I, that comfort from other, from people like, you know, knowing your situation and really, you know, sending out prayers and things of that nature. Like I really do appreciate. So for everybody that has prayed for my family and myself, like I really do appreciate those things because it does comfort me. And I do, I do feel the prayers and everything that everybody's praying. And my family has really been speaking life back into me because I get low and I go very deep sometimes with my brain when I think about things and my family has constantly been like nope we gonna speak life back into you nope we gonna we gonna go this way we ain't going down that way you're not going down that way we're going back this way because you still have a life to live and you still mm -hmm. have to continue to press on and I know that my grandmother uh, like they would want me they would want that from me to keep on pressing on to keep on working to keep pushing for the things that I want out of life so I know that they would they would want and that's another thing that keeps me going and keeps me coping but I'm just trying to keep myself come keep myself busy and out of that trying to sink into that depression mode like and again I say I appreciate my friends that have like you know came and try to you know take me out and do things with me because it is a real thing. My friends have really been there for me, and I really appreciate it. And family, like, it's, it's unmeasurable, like, how much I really, you know, appreciate it. Because it, it's like a double whammy. It just hits you from both sides. Like, you just, you turn one cheek and you get smacked on the other. So it's yeah. hard. Right. So what I'll else, I know, like, what else have you been doing? Like, I mean, I know you've been praying. You've been doing your Bible study. Like, what other words or um, encouragement or tools can you give to the listeners? Oh, laughing. Ooh, laughing good. has been a big thing. My husband has been making me, like, he's just been making me laugh. Like, oh, whatever. Like, and that's nothing. My husband has been amazing. My husband's already amazing, as y'all have heard. You know, if y'all have <laughs> been listening to the podcast. Um, my husband's already amazing. But my husband has just truly just swept up like put his little cape on he was just like here i got you like it's nothing that you know i won't make sure that you're okay and whatever as he feel but i mean it's just it just feels it just he just feels good he feels comfortable but laughing like i said like laughing at at tv and laughing at you know just laughing with family like my family we're still able to make crack jokes on each other and laugh mm -hmm. and stuff like that that kind of stuff just just really just helps me just to be able to like to laugh, you know, just That's to really just to laugh. Like we laughed about you know things my grandma used to do and you know like you know how she was and things like that. Like you know just that laughter is just I think that that probably is the best thing next to praying every day, being around family and being around people that can speak life back into you. You don't want somebody that's be like, yeah, girl, well, I know how, no, 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 you don't need nobody like that. You need somebody <laughs> to be like, well, girl, I'm praying for you. Girl, I got you. You're going to get through this. You need people that speak life into you, not death. 
Because that's speaking like that to somebody that's already down to me is speaking death into them. Yeah, that's terrible. And right, you just you need you really need somebody that's gonna speak life into you. And it's not just, you know, just dealing with death, you know, per se. Like I feel like we grieve on on so many different levels too. Like we can grieve about relationships, you know. Oh yeah. Um we can we can grieve about that. I know I know some people know that I you know I know everybody has had that one relationship that you know took just you took you from out honey Girl. like and you just you grieve that you know like because it's, it's, it's almost like it's almost like a death it is right because yeah, you're parting ways with someone right absolutely that you've been around for a long time and even like friendships and stuff like that like you know I've gone through like these moments I know I told you guys um a couple yeah a couple weeks ago that I was going through with some friends of mine and I had to take a second and like release and grieve that relationship that I had with them because I have to let it go. I really had to let some, you know, some relationships, you know, really go. And I had to grieve that because I was like, you know, I really thought this person was my friend. I really thought that we were, you know, we were good. And then I read this quote today that says you can really, God would say, I think it said like God will show you how somebody how somebody truly feels about you from a small argument. And I was like, if that wasn't the truth.com. Oh wow. If that was not the truth.com, I don't I really just don't even know what else what else was. I mean, that was just the truth. But like again, I say like you have to you have, it's like a grieving moment for those relations those friendships too because I was so hype about having like this girl this group, group of friends of girls. Yeah. girl yeah. just a a bunch of bad you know everybody I needs girlfriends my dad been telling me not to be watching my mouth on the podcast that's so right, dad I'm trying mm-hmm. not to mm-hmm. I'm trying not to say it to you. I'm trying not to cuss <laughs> dad but you know sometimes I slip he ain't through with me yet how about that there you go um. So just a bunch of bad, you know what, um, you know, and I feel like that just went down the drain a little bit, you know. But but you also have to remember too, like go people, ahead. yeah, everybody, and you've told me this too. Everybody comes into your life. Remember how even your mom, a mom has said um, that people come into your life for a season, and you don't get that when you're young. You don't understand what that means because you're like, yeah, whatever. I'm always gonna have friends, blah blah blah, but. As you get older, you do realize that people do come into your life for different seasons to teach you different things. If anything that you've learned over the last couple of weeks is that you don't want anybody taking you out of character. So now you have to just realize, all right, I'm going to have to just focus on that because I don't want that to happen again. And you'll just, you know, it's almost you have to sometimes retrain retrain your mind. But that's all that and, I, and I can say the same. Yeah, and I can say the same for, you know, life. Yeah. Um. People are here, you know, for their for their life, what they're supposed to do in their life. Like everybody has a life um, line, I would say. Like you know, how long they're supposed to be here. Like when they're born, God is like, okay, well this is this is the life you have to live. And everybody's life is life is just short in general. Like even if you say to be a hundred, like life is just short in general. So I feel like we we definitely need to, and I need to do a better job too. Is giving people flowers while they're here because you can't smell them when you're dead. And I think that's something that I struggle with too, because I feel like at times I haven't been there as much as I I feel like I should have been, but there's nothing I can do about that now. All I can do is 
to the people that are here. I love you. And I'm going to make sure that's known to everybody. So then if something happens to somebody, I don't have to question whether they felt like I love them or not. You know what I'm saying? Like, absolutely. I think that's something that I struggle with um, is like feeling like people don't know that I love them. And, you know, I have to I have to get my mind out of that because there's nothing I can do about it now. But there is something I can do for the people that are still here and still living. I can still make, you know, that known to them. But everything has a season and everybody is going to close their eyes. And that's just going to be that. You just have to be okay with the life that you lived and how you love that person when they were here. And that's something that I'm going to always know going forward because I did have a friend that um that passed a few years ago and that all that haunts me that haunts haunted me for a while about that situation because again I never got to say goodbye I never got to say um you know see them one last time like the next time I saw them they were a uh, gone so it's it's something that that definitely does haunt me but again, like like I said, to the people that are here and that are in my life, just I love everybody. I really do. And I just have to make sure, like, I just want to make sure that that's known to people. And so for me moving forward, I'm all about love and light and my energy and my space. And if you can't First be a part of that, else. you know, good. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I can't be I can't be with you, but know that I still love you, but I just can't be a part what you're a part of because you're you're just not we're not in the same space and I feel like that's okay. That is okay. And to grieve that situation and move past it. You are not talking crazy. No, like you said, everything does have a season. You're meant to go through certain things to grow from those and to move move forward and to move past those things. So no, you're making a hundred percent sense. You know, I mean do we wish that everybody could stay with us forever in our back pocket all the time? Of course, but realistically, yeah, real, <laughs> realistically, that's just not that's just not how it is. You know, we we we're sent here, like I, the way I like to look at it is, we're sent here to do a mission, and once that mission is completed and we touch the lives that we're supposed to, and we've done all of our exams and our quizzes and all that, like then, you know, it's time for your eyes to close and, you know, for you to move on to the next phase of your eternal life. Amen, I received that. Yeah. Um, okay, guys, so we are going to get ready to get into our He Said What Now. And if Joy, if you can do that. what now? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much. We want to brighten up the mood, but of course also if you guys need us we are definitely here dms are open uh would you call dms anything else private message or any whatever I call them just okay just dm it goes down in the dms um they're always open yeah. so if you guys need any tools or resources or just a listening ear uh definitely reach out to us because again we are all in this together and trying to do the best that we can with the circumstances that you know, has happened over the last, I can't believe it'll be a year that we've been in a pandemic in March. That's ridiculous. But, um, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and get into our He Said What Now, and I'm going to go ahead and begin to read. So I'm going to start the quote. I was seeing a guy who was really toxic, but at the time I refused to acknowledge it. We were basically 
in the, I'm sorry, we were basically in a relationship, but he refused to make it official. He was always broke and always giving me sob stories about how he didn't have money to pay his bills or buy food. I never gave him any money, but if I did buy him some food, it was only if he said he was paying me back, and I always made him. Well, one day, he said he wanted to go on an official date to Crackle Barrel and to see a movie. I get to his apartment, and he is inviting all his roommates and friends to come to the movie with us. Then he pulls me to the side and says that he doesn't have any money to take us to the movies and I would have to drive us 20 minutes to get to the theater. I told him that I guess we aren't going to the movies then, end quote. So that's, he just broke. That's what I'm understanding. Okay, so here's my situation. Okay, guys, know your situation like let's like know your <laughs> situation there. like if you don't if you don't have the money to do something say that that's fine that's fine say it but like Let don't 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 go above your means like if you don't have money to date someone as far as like take them out and do things that's fine like it's not it's not even all about like taking somebody not for me now this is joy <laughs> it's not always about, like taking Grab somebody out and doing x y <laughs> just saying it's always it's not always about like taking someone out and doing x y and z with them and spending a whole bunch of money that's it's true. all it's about f it's little it's little things you can do like literally they have i know you got what have ten dollars like you can go to you know the the family dollar the dollar tree whichever is in your area region or neighborhood um you can go Did there you, and get you know you can get candles yes you can go get candle like the tea light candles like a dollar for like a 24 pack mm -hmm. you can get no, you can get flowers and like take the take the stem plastic flowers, take the stem off, and just you know cut them up and like spread them about. And you can have like a five dollar pizza from um what's that place? Uh, Little, Little Caesars. Caesars. Mm -hmm. Little Caesars. Get you bum somebody's Netflix account or something. Set. I mean, just set them. Set the scene. Set the mood. Even if you don't got Netflix or, K or internet, just, you know, you could play some music. You could run a bath. I don't know. Like, you could just, it's so, like, set up a massage table. Get some baby oil. And set That's, up a, like a little spa massage. It it's, just, it's just the effort. It's the effort. Like, you're not putting in no effort. You really just want to be a bum. And that right there is what I can, I just can't appreciate. That's not a now, I'm glad said no you're gonna pay me back so where's where's them ducats or whatever like where where's the money at like and then she was like well i guess you're not going to the movies like i'm glad she went ahead and said it because this is just foolishness at this point like it's it just this is the thing about it like you have no effort like if you broke you need some creativity like you can't be broken no again because i've never heard that before in my life and that was very good for the people who are dating yes what joy just said was if you are broke you need n-e-e-d to have creativity period like there's no you can't get out of that and it's, it. it's free things that you can do like it's literally free things you can do like it's like you know you can go to maymont i mean that's this is this is virginia i'm saying but like you can go to maymont that's my sometimes they festivals you know it's like you know it's find some free thing it's like a whole bunch of free things to do like find in your city now this is pandemic right here but 
in your city, what do, what is there to do for free? Like they got and in Virginia they have like a matinee movie, not a matinee, but like um the, the two dollar bird. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that place. Four dollars and you can go to the movie, girl. And if a girl does not appreciate, you know, your effort then she's yeah, not the girl for you right. like it's, it goes hand in hand because if you to me if you giving me all this effort like you you really going out of your way to make me feel special even though you don't have a lot because everybody doesn't make the same amount of money now we all have different you know struggles and things like that but if you're trying to have a girlfriend like pick a struggle like you trying to have <laughs> a girlfriend and you work or you trying to have a girlfriend be broke can't take her nowhere can't find nothing no creativity no nothing like come on now pick Pick a struggle. Like One. either you need to on getting your money up, or and then like. Back. And then oh, back. but you but you don't want to pick you. You want to have a girlfriend because you want some booty. Like <laughs> let's be clear. Now if you want this booty, you need to be a little bit creative to get up in it now. Okay, so this is Kiki speaking. I I do believe that, you know, I'm not. Every date night is not going to be a Little Caesars night. That's just not going to happen. I'm not okay with that. Okay? I am, and I'm, fine. I'm okay with that. Um, but I do feel like, yes, like Joy was saying, you do need to have some type of effort. But we, we need to start showing some improvement. You know, what are we doing? Because two broke people aren't going to be able to do anything in life. And that's just, that's serious. Like, how, how are we going to survive together being broke? We're gonna put our tears in. Now let me together. ask you a question on that. Let me ask you a question on that because I this I do believe in fifty fifty. So okay. if you saying that every night with a man is not gonna be a little Caesar's night, are you gonna be able to take him on a fancy date? Oh, absolutely! Like when it yeah, okay. like as long as, as, oh, long yeah. as it's fifty fifty because it's, it's some it's some bum females out here oh, now. That's too not now. acceptable now. I work hard. Just man to do everything no, i don't believe in that I like, i've never that. been that's not acceptable that type of person mm -mm. but i feel like you need to if you are if you are broke broke like that like you need to be very you resourceful need to be about what this, what, like just i wouldn't even you don't have to tell everybody yo your, all your so business fine. but you got to be like listen i have a lot of stuff going on i don't really have a lot of extra money to be doing but i'll show you a good time though Okay. And I you know what? It does help if you're funny. It does help if you're funny because I like to laugh. That's just me personally speaking. I, I like funny guys. My husband is a little jokester when he wants to be. But um, yeah, I'm not saying that every single night has to be a Ruth Chris night. It doesn't. But I also feel like in a relationship, yeah, we should be able to afford or be able to do expensive or not super expensive but a nice date night whether that's outback steakhouse or ruth chris or texas day brazil whatever but see like that's the thing that i'm talking about what's a it's, it's a it's perception mm. like what's a it's a good steak night because like you could say a good out steak night so you gotta have somebody else cook your steak for it to be a good steak night like what if i i got two steaks and put them on the um and put them on the hibachi or put them on the whatever at home and fry them up you know, sizzle them, whatever, how we cook a steak, whatever. <laughs> grill them and, up. Um, grill uh -huh. them up, cook them up. Make sure they cook. <laughs> yeah, right. and cook them up for you and serve them to you on a nice, you know, a nice but, plate. A nice yeah. plate. Like, is that not considered a good date night? Or we have to go out somewhere and have somebody well, else cook a steak? That's when you have to know your audience because 
you really have to know the person that you're dating. Like, all of the things that we're saying is, are based on things that we personally like, you know? So some people are more so homebodies. I like a mixture of both. I'm like, okay, we went out last week. The next week or two, let's stay in. Like, I, I like to be open to things. Like, every night doesn't have to be a little Caesar's night. And every night also doesn't have to be a Ruth Chris night because that's just a lot. But I, there should be some type of happy medium. Like, you can't just be broke forever. And then you also just can't be digging in your pockets every single time, breaking the bank to go on dates either. Like there has, in my opinion, there has to be a happy medium, you know? I can understand that. And then maybe because women, I feel like, can Mm-hmm. They'd be extra. maneuver things, maneuver things differently. So I feel like, I mean, maybe your, the girl that you with, I mean, if you if you really that broke, maybe she can help you, you know, all right, what you spending your money on? Because Oh, if okay. I see you with some fresh J's on, but That's you can't the problem. take me on a date, that's a problem. Um, so maybe, you know, your woman, the woman you're dating or whatever, she can kind of help you maneuver, like, You know, kind of how you want, how you spend your money. Mm -hmm. I'm not how you spend And it should be the it should be the same for the for the man. Like, you know, man's putting in, you should be able to, you know, you should be able to match that too. I mean, I feel like I believe in I believe in fifty fifty. Again, this is Joy talking, but I believe in fifty fifty. Like, you know, I don't feel like somebody should have to do all the bills, you know,
they have like a certain amount of control because money is power. We all know that. If anybody. But money is power. So I feel like that's something. That's another reason why I feel like we have to be on the same. We have to be on the same page. Like I'm, I gotta be making. As we gotta be making equal, or, you know, just shy like a a dollar two difference, you know, in the pay, because. I just don't. I just do that. They do the money thing, like the money and power thing. They do it naturally, like it just naturally. Because if you have, if you if you make more of the money, you just you can you can just put in your input a little bit more. I feel <laughs> you can say it with your chest, girl, with your chest, with your whole chest and your back, right? Um, yeah, I mean, that's a good yeah, point. but yeah. all right, guys, you know that was um, that was very interesting. Um, Thank you now. to our listener. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Who sent that yeah, thank you to our for feeling free and open to share that. Guys, do not forget to share those he said what now. We need to be talking about this stuff. It's it's very informative. It gets the you know the juices flowing, the little brain um going. But thank you guys again for um listening with us, guys. We really appreciate you guys. Don't forget to subscribe to our Apple Podcast and Spotify, guys. Turn on your notifications so that you can immediately get those no- get notified when we post things and when we come when our next episode is aired. Um, it's always going to be on Fridays at 3 p.m. We post links on our Facebook page, FNF with JJ. And our Instagram page, also FNF with J&J, guys. We love to hear from you guys. Thank you for sharing and listening, guys, and just on being on this journey with us. We really appreciate you guys. Um, and, yeah, um, if you guys have any other coping mechanisms that you do to deal with grief, if you want to talk about your grief, if you, you know have anything that you just want to share, just say Mm-hmm. Feel free to, like he said, DM us. Um, if you click on the link, if you go to our website on Anchor and click on the link, it would actually let you record a message and leave it for us so we can actually hear you. Um, it might get posted into um, an episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like definitely, definitely um, hit us up. We got some um, special things lined up for you guys, and I can't wait um, for you guys to see them. But guys, always, 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 always remember to lead with facts. All right, guys. J&J out.